This week's news has Nick talking about some of the more famous Super Bowl commercials, including figuring out which ones were actually Super Bowl commercials and which ones were not. Dan talks about the new upcoming Monster Energy RTD entering the market. Danny discusses dynamic marketing and how she is currently debating whether to go to a beer spa. And Ken learns how stores can sell shots of Fireball even though they aren't licensed to sell liquor, and how a class action lawsuit has become of it. The show ends with the crew talking about their favorite drinking or drinking-related games and what they believe they could beat the other hosts in. Learn more this week on Better on Draft. Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft! Welcome, everybody, to the new segment, January 20th, 2023. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. We are live Fridays after the interview segment of Better on Draft, usually around 8.15 to 8.20 p.m. Eastern. You can join us live, facebook.com forward slash better on draft or twitch.tv forward slash better on draft. Feel free to ask us questions, interact with us, ask our guests uh, questions that they may have, or uh, feel free to add commentary uh, that you would like. We do watch it and uh, appreciate you guys listening live. Of course, if you're listening via the podcast, come check us out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash better on draft. And if you're on YouTube, go subscribe to us. We're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all the places that you can get podcasts. That's where we are. Uh, let's go around and see what everybody is drinking. I'll start off with myself. I am uh, apparently going super slow because I am still drinking uh, the Fat King Weisenbach from loaded dice as well as the schlafly just rolls right off the tongue schlafly schlafly (laughs) kolsch uh finishing that up as well dan what do you got over there still working on this liquid death danny what about you uh i'm i've got my second uh local hell from from uh, urban rest and nicholas well, I, I I killed off that Robert the Bruce from Three Floyds, and I am now back on the S'more Stout kit from Shorts. Perfect. As always with the craft beer news, we all bring in an uh, article and discuss it. We are going to start with my article this week uh, because it is something very, very interesting that I had never learned about uh, and very confusing when I would go to places like uh, Speedway or a local party store that was a beer-only party store, and I would see many shots of Fireball. And little did I know that they are not actually shots of whiskey, uh, but in fact a cinnamon malt-based beverage, which is then considered a beer, which is why they could sell it. For those of you not in Michigan, um, we do have uh, different licensing regulations in some states. It's the same in most states, but uh, we have a ability to sell uh, liquor at one site. Um, and then you can get beer, basically everything else as a different license. So if you go to a place like a party store here in Michigan that sells liquor, beer, and wine, they have both licenses. Whereas there's a lot of places where you might see beer and wine, but no liquor. That is one separate license than just a liquor license, um, to sell liquor. There is a limited amount of liquor license, spirit license that you can use in each city, uh, each city gets one based on the population that gets updated every 10 years with the um, 
oh my god why am i space census there we go uh that gets updated with the census uh so depending on where you live uh that's why there can only be so many party stores liquor stores um within the city itself there are an unlimited amount of uh beer and wine uh, licenses that you can get so that's why you might see a lot of places that start with beer and wine and then add liquor later when they're able to acquire a liquor license um, with that in mind going back to my story uh, there is a lawsuit coming out where Sazerac was hit with a class action lawsuit over the malt-based fireball cinnamon product of course this is the product that you'll see at places that do not sell liquor but still somehow sell little little glass bottles little shot glass bottles of uh, spirit. So this is a malt base as opposed to a whiskey base uh, because there is no whiskey in there. It's also uh, it's considered an FMB. Um, so it's kind of like a not your father's root beer or uh, Henry's hard soda. Um, and it's actually almost half the ABV of regular Fireball. Uh, with that in mind, um, this is so much that I've learned about in the first place. Uh, but did any of you know that these existed, that these were FMBs and not, uh, whiskey? Yeah. You uh, seem, you seem quite ahead. a bit out here. Yeah. There a lot of places have wine based spirits actually that they'll use. Um, if they have beer and, uh, wine only. Um, so it's actually pretty common. I don't know who buys them. I've never seen anyone actually drink one of these, but I see them everywhere as an option if you actually want to get it where they don't sell liquor at. These seem to be a little bit more either party favors, uh, something you might stick in like a, a holiday stocking or a holiday giveaway for filling up like a, um, a charity crate or something like that. Or if you're looking to, to add a few you know shots when you go into a, um, a venue and you don't want to pay for venue-based pricing of a certain product, um, that's where I see most people buying them. I actually have a few random ones, um, not of the the FMBs or the wine-based, but actual like shot-based, so like Bailey's, um, stuff that just kind of gets collected and never drank here, uh, simply because that's where I get them as like a, a Christmas stocking stuffer, a little bit extra. Dan, you're seeing them a lot. Nick, what, were you, what did you want to say? I was going to say, um, I, I didn't even know that this existed. Um, I'm now halfway tempted following the conclusion of tonight's show to go downstairs to the basement where my wife has all these little shooters sitting in the freezer right now because she loves, as can you know, she loves Fireball. So now I'm really curious, is there by chance two different types of Fireball sitting inside my freezer right now? Um, so... I did not know this was this was a thing. I'm I, I'm I'm shocked a little bit, not too much, but I'm I didn't know this was a thing. There were there was two different types of ABV for Fireball. Yeah, well, to get around to get around the lick to get around the liquor piece. Well, it's it's not getting around the liquor piece because it's a difference between a malt based and a whiskey base. So one of them, they're they're two completely different products almost. They're just cinnamon flavored. Uh, beverage one is an FMB, so it's almost like a cinnamon flavored beer um, that's in a shot form that's a high ABV, uh, like a malt liquor versus a actual shot of Fireball whiskey. That's just because they they do sell many shots of Fireball whiskey. You can pick them up a Total Wine or any other uh, store like a Zatuna liquor. Um, 
but there there is a whole lawsuit about it because of the false advertising. Because if you look at the logos, you would not be able to tell the difference. Um, the- no, no, it's a very, very subtle difference between the two. Um, and to be honest, I think people are going to see the word fireball, and then they're going to see the, the 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 weird devil looking thing with the weird snake tail and the fireball coming out of his mouth. They're going to see that versus what's on the bottom of that truth to be honest because it just it sticks out no and when they see that big red logo on there they like oh okay fireball i gotta have it they're not gonna look at the bottom let's be real what do you think danny i did not know this was a thing either i i don't drink whiskey (laughs) and i certainly don't drink fireball but um i mean if you hang out with my wife danny we could fix that <laughs> She's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm easy. So, um, like, I just, if I had been like in a place and was like, oh, I should grab some of these, they would have all just been the same to me. You know, I'm, I'm the one that would buy them because I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would have bought them without even noticing because I wouldn't have paid attention. The amount of times yeah. that I've sat next to the the little containers at um, Speedway as they're trying to like sell you before you get out, um, <laughs> and never never purchase them just because Fireball yeah. whiskey is never something I I'd get into or drink. Um, it reminds me a lot of uh, Goldschlager. Goldschlager, jeez. Oh, Southern Comfort. So Jesus. <laughs> Um, what's what's the flavor of Southern Comfort? Because I what's the cute. flavor? Oh, oh. <laughs> the, honest to God, the last time I drank Southern Comfort, um, obviously, as you guys know, Dan, Nick, and I, we've known each other since 2003. Dan and Nick have actually known each other since before. Um, and at 2005, we had a trip in Chicago in which I got a fifth of Soco 100, and I finished. <laughs> I finished. I was going to say, was that that trip? It was that trip um and that was the last time i drank southern comfort was that uh, hoffman estates yes it was okay it was hoffman is, is there before before i move on to somebody else is there a, a story like that with a different style of booze for you guys um a a beer or a booze that you definitely overindulged and you've never had again since you've done that uh, uh yeah as, I, I wouldn't say overindulge but I had one bad night, and I've never looked back. And that is, Dan's going to probably hate me after this. Jaegermeister. Jaeger. Oh wow. Oh yeah. wow. That's yeah. That's, so that's yeah. a common story for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so in, in a nutshell, twenty first birthday, we went to downtown Mount Clemens for my twenty first birthday, oh, and this is back when downtown if you're familiar with southeastern michigan in the tri-county area at one point downtown mount clemens was was a really happening uh bar nightclub area and it's now a former shelf it's a it's a it's a shell of its former shelf self anyway liquor stand yeah hayloft uh the post uh emerald emerald ballroom all those are gone now it's like a ghost town but anyway let <laughs> make a long story short uh tons of Jaeger was drank that night and I never had Jaegermeister since and I'm 37 now it's about time to try it again it's still pretty good I'm gonna do a hard pass Daniel (laughs) (laughs) 
What about you, oh, Dan? Brother. No, you know, I had a bad night with 151 once, and I was going to say that, but I drank it for like years after that. So there's nothing I can think of uh, liquor wise where I was like, no, I'm never doing that again. Danny? Uh, I had a bad day with 151 when I was in college, uh, <laughs> going to an outside. Um, like music festival, basically drinking in the open field sort of thing. And on the way to this thing, my friend and I got in one of these big shared van cabs with a bunch of like hippies. <laughs> a tray of jello shots, like a like a cookie sheet of jello shots, but they only had 151. So <laughs> it didn't like really solidify in a jello. And they were just passing around a cookie sheet with a straw and blue jello 151 slurry and everybody was drinking it in the van. Oh that's the last thing I remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've actually had better experiences with worse liquor, to be honest. Mm. I, I I I can say that with with a straight face. I've had more fun times and was never afraid to go back to it with worse liquor, like bottom shelf stuff than, than some of the top shelf stuff like, like Jaeger. And if you used to hang out in Mount Clemens, you might've been around the night that I got kicked out of the Emerald ballroom. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't frequent um, Mount Clemens all that much. uh, Twice. I ran that town. Oh, you yeah. ran that time? <laughs> I don't know if I would brag about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm know. not bragging. Yeah, no, I really didn't frequent downtown Mount Clemens all that much. Um, we, Ken and Dan, we, we we would hit up places like Augie's in Madison Heights, uh, Snooker's, which is closed now. That was in East Point or East Detroit. You know, yeah, we, we, we would be there every Thursday night. Uh, a common friend of Ken and Dan and I's, um, his aunt used to own a bar in Frazier. We used to be there every Thursday, Friday, and sometimes Saturday nights. We'd be there three nights a week almost. And then there, there was a lot of other places that we'd like float around to, like uh, Gator Jake's and uh, oh, okay. a lot of other hole-in-the-wall bars like J.P. Shakers. That's in – is that – that's not – that's Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, which they it's now called something different now. I think. So. Yeah, all those all those bars have changed names for sure. I yeah, uh, I I drove by and I'm like, I don't even know where I am anymore. Yeah, uh, some of the I, times. I, I, I really quickly, I drove up Gratiot Avenue from Nine Mile all the way to uh, a couple miles north, um, and some of the places that I'm familiar with are either gone or renamed. To something different now, excuse me, something completely different, and it's just crazy how much is how much how how much how time can change so much in a, in an area. So, but we see that with Midtown, Midtown Detroit. There's so many more restaurants and bars there now in Midtown than since I graduated college in 2012, and that's 11 year, almost 11 years now, a little over 10. Well, Nick, let's go with your article. What do you got to talk about today? Let's talk a little bit about the big game, even though we're still about a couple weeks out from the big game. That's the Super Bowl. Uh, And, of course, one of the fun things about the Super Bowl is the commercials. And, of course, all the big companies 
are, are, are paying big bucks for advertising for the big game. I'm very curious to see how much a 30 second spot's going to be this year. Uh, but we have seen some companies jump into the fray and we've seen some really big companies jump out. Uh, one company that is jumping back in after 30 years of being away is uh, none other than Molson Coors. Molson Coors did announce uh, just a few days ago that they are coming back to the Super Bowl with an ad, with a commercial and uh, it'll be some kind of a friendly competition between two of its uh, of its brands. Um, Coors Light, Miller's, Miller Light. Um, the CMO of Molson Coors, Michelle St. Jacques, um, and the U.S. Sales and Distributor Operations President uh, just sent a memo out to all of their distributors announcing that this is coming. And I quote the both of them in a joint statement. When we announced our plans to return to the Super Bowl, we said the decision took us less than a minute. And after 30 years of being away, you might say we're a little excited to, at the chance of, to make Super Bowl history. And now the countdown is on with less than one month away to the big day. Uh, as I said earlier, this is the first time in 30 years, in more than 30 years, uh, that they have done any kind of commercial. AB InBev has been uh, the leader of, of, of the category of all the different co- uh, companies that have hosted commercials. They announced back in June that they are going to forego the Super Bowl this year to, quote unquote, rebalance its media investments. Um, that said, can you guys recall some of your favorite commercials, whether they're beer related or not? Um, that were played during the Super Bowl. Um, it's probably probably a little bit of a tough tough question, but are there any kind of commercials that you recall that kind of stood out to you, beer related or even not beer related? Yeah, don't and, everyone go all at once. Yeah, no, this is it's a tough question. It's a tough question. Well, there's there's obviously some of the iconics like the the Wazap. Uh, that started an entire like decades trend worth of uh, um, people answering the phone, screaming that. Um, I guess I'm I'm trying to think of like uh, Super Bowl related commercials. Like there's the the great taste less filling uh, commercials with the um, the girls that are fighting over the the beer. Um, oh, that, where they fight in the fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Budweiser Clydesdales; those are always, you know, iconic commercials. Um, honestly, with Super Bowl commercials, uh, um, there, there's there's not too many that I can actually like remember off the top of my head. That I, uh, what was the the E Trade baby? Um, oh yeah. How about the Pets.com? Going way back to that damn dog puppet thing. Y'all remember? No. No. Y'all too young. Maybe. Or how about the Bud Bowl commercials? Those were always good. That's going back to the 80s. Was the commercials a big thing in the 80s too? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they were. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't. I was only there for a few years. (laughs) 
So, so really, really quickly, I found a video on YouTube, and it only took me 30 seconds to find this, of the 10 famous Super Bowl commercials for Budweiser. And as you slide to kind of pan through the video, it even shows where in the video is the most replayed portion of the video. And Ken mentioned the commercial a moment ago. It's the WhatsApp commercial. People have played that part of the video more frequent than any other part of the video, which, again, kind of talks to just how much uh, we remember that 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 phrase the and how it was used not only in the commercial, but also outside of the commercial in movies and in television and and other stuff. I think one of my favorite one of my favorite uses of it was uh, during the uh, scary movie with the Wayans brothers where the killer goes on the phone, starts calling people, and then you start seeing his mask face change with his tongue sticking out. It's, I think I laughed at that part than any other part in the movie. It's, it's, so again, just a testament as to that particular commercial played during the Super Bowl, how it's lasted a, a, a decade. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. So I think there's a lot of commercials that we remember that we might not necessarily like we remember them as great commercials, but we don't remember them necessarily as Super Bowl commercials. Because remember the the Old Spice, the uh, I was about to say Isaiah Thomas, but I don't think that's his name. It's like uh, Isaiah something. Uh, but the Look at Your Man um, commercial with him in like a towel, uh, that, that was technically a Super Bowl commercial. Um, the Cindy Crawford Pepsi. Uh, commercial is a Super Bowl commercial. Um, there is one that I remember from a few years ago as I'm looking at this list, so I'm cheating a little bit, uh, where Alexa loses her voice and they get a bunch of famous people to be Alexa and it's like Gor- Cardi B and Gordon Ramsay. Um, but like I, I remember all these, a lot of these commercials, I just don't remember them being Super Bowl commercials. Um, was the, the Office Linebacker, was that a, a Super Bowl commercial? I mean, it's a football yeah, no commercial, idea. but was it a Super Bowl <laughs> commercial? Is is the question? I I think there's a lot of great commercials. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, like that that was a fun commercial, but I just don't remember it being a Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if it was Super Bowl, but wasn't there one that was around that time? Maybe it was, and it was like Jason Momoa. And he like took off his arms, and he was like a skinny guy. Oh, that was that was a rocket. That was a uh, rocket mortgage commercial. That that, that the, yeah, and that was my wife will never let me live it down. That was a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Well, Danny, what article do you have for us today? Uh, well, I was. Um, you all are familiar, obviously, with like direct marketing and being randomly sent ads or items in the mail. Like I've gotten makeup in the mail that I didn't buy before that kind of thing today. um, Facebook thought I would like to know about um, beer spas Uh, as in going to a spa where you can drink beer and also soak in a beer jacuzzi Uh, like this one in Denver that has, uh, it's infused with barley, pilsner malt, and hops. Or goat's milk and essential oils. And I've never been to a spa, and this actually sounds terrible, but I also would do it. 
I don't know. Um, it kind of freaks me out that um, my brain has changed. That this weird, creepy, direct marketing, advertising, I don't know, direct subliminal messaging makes me want to do it. Like, I can't count the number of items I've bought because of crap like that, and it makes me mad that I'm so easy. Have you guys ever experienced that? I wish Wendy was here. She talks about how she falls for that, like, all the oh. time. No, Like, all the time. I can't believe it. I want to be mad, but I like these products. There are definitely times where I've looked at a product that that I've been directly sold to, whether it's a Kickstarter for like a a beer related product like the draft top or uh, there's a few different Kickstarters that I got for like board games that were like alcohol related, like Heroes of Barcadia. Um, So, yeah, I've definitely uh pulled the trigger because i'm like eh it's 20 bucks like eh. now now a spa experience like i I don't really care too much about getting a spa experience in the first place let alone a beer one so that won't get me um but yeah that's that's definitely uh we i know we've talked about it before on the the show like talking about would you go to like a beer hotel like brew dog uh, or would you go to a, a beer spa where you can like soak in beer and drink beer? And I'm like, I just, I just want to drink beer. I know. Now, like, I'm curious. So, like, while you're in the spa, like in the soaking the beer, do you drink the same beer? I don't think like, so. <laughs> I hope not. I don't what know. kind of beer is it too? Like, what do we, what are we putting in there? Pabst what if it sounded like a, like a goza? <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Uh, that much of a goza jesus that's got to cost a lot of money to soak in you know i don't know why this you know we talked about last week i don't want a beer with ball sweat in it like here's your beer with ball sweat in it (laughs) that's it what do they do with this afterward you can't like use it i don't know they sell it as bush light Oh, come on. That was, such, that was such a low-hanging fruit, but somebody had to take it. They, they're, this particular spa's um, selling phrase is, it's beer inside and out. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many, like, there. there's I, probably, like, beer, like, everything. Like, beer facial, beer... Uh, I don't, I don't know. It just, these are the kinds of things that I, I I feel like there's probably some type of benefit to it. Like it actually exists, like it works or it does what it needs to do, but, uh, I don't want to spend the money on it. Like there, there's actually things that I still want to go try. Like, um, like spa self care, like, um, like those float tanks, like those seem like something that I'd love to try, or like the the cryogenic therapy, like the the super cold. Th- like I, the, I'm gonna do that way before I do a beer spa day in a random. I, I think this is over at Denver. Dan, we could have did it when we went to GABF. Why didn't we go? Yeah, go get a, good question. Uh, a yeah. spa day for the men. We should, yeah, we should have done that. Good time, drink the ball sweat beer, and then yeah, go to GABF. Fun times. <sighs> It's probably warm too. Like it's probably not cold. You know, it's like hot. It's like in a jacuzzi, like jacuzzi beer. Oh. 
It smells like when you go to a brewery and it's their brew day and there's like that cereal smell. Oh, I don't mind that. I know, but it but it's you now. Like, <laughs> you, you, you smell, smell like, like that after. You smell like, like a brew day. Part of the smell. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dan, what's your article for the day? All right, fun stuff. You know, if as if Mountain Dew hard whatever wasn't enough. This month, Monster Energy is launching the Beast Unleash uh, RTD. Uh, it's going to be released in 12-ounce mixed packs, a variety of packs, as well as 16-ounce cans. So you can walk around with a paper bag, drink it out on the street, apparently. Um, it's going to release in four flavors, Mean Green, White Haze, Peach Perfect, and Scary Berries. Um, set to roll out starting this month. and It'll be nationwide by the end of the year. So are, are we jumping the shark yet with these? That's my real question about this and number two do we need to have rob taste test do a blind taste test between this uh, uh, between the mean green and the green four loco that he loves so much nick what do you think go on (laughs) ken go ahead go ahead ken Uh, i I was gonna say i i loved the original four loco like those red yeah you did I I would be able to get drunk on two a night, have or not drunk, but have a nice buzz the whole night. Drink two, six bucks, and I'm good. Like I I didn't need to do anything else but do that. Now, when it comes to all these flavors, like if it's if it's gonna be, ca- I I don't know if it's gonna be caffeinated. I don't know if it's gonna be, um, you know, tasting like some of the the Mountain Dew flavors. I did have one of those hard Mountain Dew seltzers two weeks ago or last week. Um, so I sure kind of like how we were talking, Danny, uh, I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to sell it to me, so I'll try it. Um, but honestly, like I don't, I, if if you could, if you could can up the white monster, the, the white zero carb, zero sugar, zero calorie monster and give it to me in a flavor, whether, whether it's a, a soda or it's a seltzer, or it's a RTD. If you can get me that flavor, um, I'll drink the shit out of it. Uh, I have not had. I have nice. not. I haven't had an energy drink in over three years. Um, and so, like, I miss it, but I miss the flavor more than anything. Like, I don't miss the 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 caffeine and the the boost and the rush. Like, I just miss that flavor of uh the 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 white mountain dew white mountain dew white monster monster. yeah what about you nick um i mean i'll give it a shot um because you know i'm curious i mean um i feel like it is a little jump the sharky a little (laughs) bit you know i thought Um, so with the mountain dew too yeah i well yeah then I, I found out know. a bunch of bunch of people in their forties and late thirties drink Mountain Dew. Yeah, so I, can that you was imagine? News to me too. Can you imagine people at the at the motocross races at Ford Field? Who, where, mind you, I believe that's sponsored by Monster, if I'm not mistaken. Drinking nothing but RTDs at that event. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I, I can imagine that because they sponsor. Yeah, that's a good point. It's all they have available all for the, these. Yeah, I know. Or what about, is it NASCAR? Isn't it the Monster Cup Series now? Isn't that what it's called? 
I don't so know. I have no idea. No. I, I think it, I think it's I think it's the Monster Cup series. I think I now think they're Monster driving it. around the track drinking these. It's that's yeah, where they're where they're making left hand turns and all the time, <laughs> all the time. You know, uh, I don't know. But it, I mean, good for them to be able to expand that. I believe, and I think Canarchy is kind of spearheading this. Right? Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's Canarchy. That's yeah, so Canarchy. So they're going to have someone who knows the business, or at least know the alcohol business. Canarchy, I think, would be is probably a very, very suitable uh, company collective to 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 do this. So if anyone can do it for an energy drink company, it's got to be Canarchy. I would at least I would think. So I don't know. I guess I guess time will tell. Now, Danny, you you drink anything that gets sold to you? I once got sent in the mail a uh, Heineken Zero. Had never tried it before. Drink it now. That's actually one of my go tos if I'm going to drink an NA. Are you going to drink this if someone like direct markets it to you? It's like, hey, here you go. Uh to be clear, <laughs> I am much more of an easier sell on like beauty products. <laughs> not on not on monster RTDs. I haven't had an energy drink since like 2006, but at one point there was a monster. I feel like it was a black can and it had like blue writing or white writing on it. And it was like low carb only, I think it was a really long time ago. And I must've had like two or three a day and they were like two ninety nine back then. So it was not cheap. And I for sure think that's the reason like my teeth have decayed. <laughs> like they weren't, they were not good for you. Um, <laughs> I never had a Four loco, but I have to say, as a person who's getting older and, you know, you want to go to do stuff and you want to drink, but stuff starts at like 8 o'clock in the night, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe this is a good idea. Maybe this is exactly who they're for. Somebody who wants to be able to go out, but also get a little buzzy. And not get tired? That sounds perfect. I don't want coffee all the time. I don't need that kind of energy in my stomach. Here's here's the thing, and I, I 100% agree, and I'm not, not dreading it, but I know it's going to happen, is, is that uh, Nick and I are going to see a show um, on February 10th. We're going to go see Darude, uh, known oh, for his one-hit get my, sandstorm. Get, my, get my, rave, my rave on, man. Get, uh, Make sure to bring your ball. No, yeah, no, there no, you go. no. See, we we have a professional glow stick dancer on this show. Oh, uh, if you guys Christ, did that's not a throwback. Dan. Wow. Uh, Dan, Dan is glow, very, man. very yeah. good with glow sticks. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get him to uh, give us a demonstration bust, on the show. One of my out, school, huh? one of my school dances was was a rave without the alcohol. <laughs> um. So yeah, so, so I, I I don't know how I'm gonna be staying up that late. Uh, New Year's not. Eve was definitely a uh, a tough tough night for me for sure. What time do shows end? At? Like eleven? What are we talking? Oh, about here? he, he, he doesn't old. he doesn't typically go on until midnight. Yeah. Wait. So you're doing some twenty one and up show? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the yeah, last still not the last bad. two times I saw him at. Um, Grasshopper Underground. He he performed till about two thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna be brutal. Oh, I love that place. Is that where he's at? No, Grasshopper he, no, Underground's he's... closed, Dan. Oh, that's it. A, closed. They still live around the corner from there. Yeah, they closed. Oh. It's at Electricity. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that place too. Yeah, another good spot. 
That's like, this is going to be my first time going there. Before before we close out for the night, uh, I want to talk about something because there is a fun little event going on uh, over at Dark Horse in a couple weeks. Um, as a uh, friendly notation, uh, they're not sponsoring us. They're not giving us any money for this. Uh, this is simply just a, hey, this seems pretty cool. But they're doing a Beer Olympics over there uh, with uh, five events, including uh, quarters, uh, beer pong, an eight-legged ski race, which I don't know what that is. Eight-legged ski race. A flip cup and an ice cube tray chug. So I'm guessing they pour the beer in an ice cube and you gotta, like, chug it without uh, spilling any. Which seems very, like, easy in your mind, but then you, like, think of what an ice cube tray looks like and you're like, oh, that seems very complicated. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. An ice cube tray, uh, Nick? No, eight-legged ski race. Oh, what's what's an eight-legged ski race? And so you basically have a, a really two really really long skis for four people to oh. shuffle in. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> got it. it you okay. know, the, I'm sure if alcohol's involved, I'm sure it'd be a lot of falling over. That is cute. <laughs> yeah, so it's four-person teams. Uh, it's $25 entry, but you get five pints of beer um, for your $25 entry. So you're getting $5 pints of Roke or Dark Horse beer when you get there, um, which isn't too bad. When we went to Four Elf Day, uh, it was m- me, Wendy, and Ed, our uh, editor-in-chief over at our website. Uh, they Not only did we get in, and you can get in for fairly cheap, you do still have to buy the beer, uh, but they give you food, like pizza and garlic knots and all, like, pasta and carbs and carbs and carbs. So you can go there and free food. You don't have to pay for the extra food. Um, yeah. Cheese, snacks, crackers, like, they definitely take care of you. So uh, if you're interested, go check out the uh, the Winterfest Beer Olympics. I guess my question to you guys before we go, and I've asked this question to our, our guests a few times. Um, not necessarily from these main events, but uh, between the four of us, what do you think is the beer or beer adjacent game you think you could beat the other three in? Flip cup. Nick Nick thinks flip cup. Well, I know you can't drink the chug part, so obviously you're thinking no. you're really good at the flipping part. I'm really good at the flip part. I <laughs> if if it's if it's the the flip cup relay type of thing, I can do that little bit of beer and still you know get the cup within up on the right side within the first or second try. When uh, that that I'm that I I'm 100 confident. When when I've done like actual like beer competitions at like uh, colleges and stuff. Uh, fraternities, I would always make sure just on the anchor. Like, I, I don't want to mess with trying to, like, flip the cup. Just give me a, you know, 23-ounce glass of beer and I'll chug it down really fast. <laughs> so so Nick thinks he's the champion flipper. Uh, well, the Danny, flipper. Danny, what about you? What's your secret uh, unknown talent? Is, uh, is Fibbage content? consider like beer game adjacent like the the you don't know jack game sure like flash well, i yeah. mean there's I no think, rules I, I think i think yeah i think that could make it pass i'm i'm creepy good at fibbage it turns out i'm really good at lying and <laughs> uh it's a weird i'm really good at it yeah 
<laughs> well, the, the confidence in Danny over there and her lying ability. <laughs> Dan, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to yeah, play I, that I one. Can, I can outlie everyone, but I can outlie. Oh, everyone. me, easy. It's Edward Forty Hands. Edward no Forty Hands. Yeah, I think yeah. I think no, you got horse. I've never done. That. I feel I feel like it here here's something that I could probably say confidently. I think I could get the first forty down before you, but I don't think I could get the second forty down before you get your second. I don't know. You've never seen me down a forty as fast as I can. I so. I, I haven't, no. Um but you've seen me chug a beer. Uh yeah, and that's you know true. you know I have that ability, but I also know my ability of getting eighty ounces of beer in is not that good. Uh, for, for me, and and we're going to go uh, beer adjacent, I thought I used to be good at beer pong until I went to a beer pong tournament in Vegas and got my ass handed to me. Um, <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, it, it wasn't the World Series of beer pong. It was just like their regular, like, what, Tuesday night beer pong look at, tournament. Yes, look at they, Tuesday night. <laughs> they, they had going on, and we went, and I just got demolished but we also because everyone plays beer pong you know everyone plays beer pong at the height of table that they're used to so mine was a regular standard pool table um six foot pool table or eight foot pool table um so that's what i was used to playing on was a pool table and of course Mm -hmm. like i've also played at nick's uh old fraternity which was a a nice table over there which is a little bit of different height but they also different different height different length yep and like world series of beer pong they have rules where you can lean and you can like basically drop it in um so yeah there there are things where i i was not prepared for that but for me um I think I could take you guys all in pool, billiards. Uh, Eight ball, ball, nine ball. Uh, There are so many nights where I ran the table for hours at Limelight and Luna. Um, I mean, they're the old pool table at Luna. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they had two over there. They had two Two. pool tables over there. Two pool tables. Um, There there was a night where... uh, um, I probably got there at nine for free drink night and shotgun and I ran the table in pairs, uh, for the entire night. Um, didn't lose I think, uh, free pool. I think we're going to have to find a pool table when we go to see Darude, Ken, somewhere. I'm sure we can I'm find sure a pool th- table in Pontiac. I'm sure we can find a pool table somewhere in downtown Pontiac, but I think I Whoever else is going with us that night, I think we need to play a round or two of pool. That's going to do it. I'd like to see that. That's going to do it for the news (laughs) segment. January 20th, 2023. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Again, we will be off next week, uh, but we'll be back in two weeks. uh, Live 7.15 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv forward slash better on draft and facebook.com forward slash better on draft. Find us on all the social medias. That's Twitter, Untapped, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Facebook, everything. It's at Better on Draft. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better on Draft. Have a good night.